0: Welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. And I am Michael. And we'd like to thank you all for tuning in. Like, subscribe, comment, and share. Leave your comments down below, love comments. And Eric has been uh, reaching out to people. So Eric, what have you been learning? Who have you been talking to? What have you been learning? You know, you definitely like in this Padawan stage and you're speaking to a gem master on what we should be doing.
1: Well, you know, content it's it's a fickle it's a fickle game and you know you it's content is to, a fickle mistress you know and like, <laughs> basically what's going on is we want to i i i want to stop selling online and like that's 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 what i came to a realization with that when you're constantly pounding and you're constantly selling and you're constantly selling people will lose interest. And I lost my way for a few weeks where I was just saying, visit, visit the podcast, visit the podcast. You know, here's a clip, visit the podcast. And I was talking with someone who's been helping me and he's like, stop. He's like, just be yourself. And he's like, stop trying to get something from people and just try and give. And, um, that was, you know, that was pretty profound. And um, you know, this is a never-ending process. Like right before we were on, we were discussing what we were going to talk about. And then Michael was talking about a tweet from Alyssa Milano. So tell us a yeah.
0: tweet. Yeah. So I mean, I'm on Twitter and it's it's so toxic. I mean, the people on Twitter have literally nothing nice to say. So I'm just, you know, I'm making my lists and I'm putting up positive quotes and I made a list and someone said I'm a half a bitch or something and they they said oh no that's not what it meant I just don't care. I mean criticism is criticism and but people don't really don't have anything nice to say. Even people with millions of followers, they've nothing nice to say. Well,
1: we had a and- meeting we had a meeting earlier today with somebody and they were talking about one of our posts that we had and some we, we it was a post because business is picking up a bit. And we've had our busiest day since March and right. then someone what, what what was what was the comment they said like well what's that supposed to mean or something like that be like what what is having your busiest day supposed to mean and we're yeah, like
0: yeah 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 <laughs> <We're> like <laughs> oh no no we broke records uh, so Yeah, we yeah. are yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're
1: breaking records as compared to a, in a covid-19 world right we're breaking go, records what does that from- mean
0: yeah well you're breaking records from last year like bro just what? fucking chill out man like we're happy that we're we went from zero rides back in april to, you know, we're now in the triple digits, all right, and right. reservations taking in, and that's not, you know, all right, so the prom companies are not doing that, and the companies that are corporate are probably not doing that, but but we are, and, you know, if someone was doing, you know, quadruple plenty, digits, good plenty, for them, man.
1: Exactly, and there's plenty of companies out there who pivoted amazingly and went, yeah, after made, empo- and went after employee
0: shuttles, or they
1: went after, you know, different types of business medical transport
0: reinvent themselves we're we're on four different topics right now so let me just let me get to like let me get to what, what twitter said and i don't know where you want to take it from there but if you want to bring it back to what we were told about our tweet but Alyssa milano um i follow her on twitter um i don't agree with a lot of her politics but i do like her i think she's a really smart person and she made a comment that you know how do i have a third of joe rogan's um uh uh subscribers i think joe rogan has like 19 million well, I mean, subscribers he, or is, downloads. he is
1: the howard stern of the podcast world 100 you know.
0: and he started podcasting 10 years ago okay he's been doing this for 10 years. and it's a couple, i would say what four years ago five years ago right now i i never listened to any of his podcasts up until a few years ago so you know people just were lambasting her and and they kind of had a right to that joe rogan is interesting and Joe Rogan has people on his podcast that make him, you know, they don't always agree with him. He doesn't always have yes men on his podcast. He has people of all different um, creeds, calibers, different, different viewpoints. Points of, points yeah. Of view. Right. Yes. He has vegans on. He has carnivores on. He has people that believe in the afterlife. He has people that um are all strictly. About science. Right. Yeah. All about science, cradle to grave. And, and he's never won. And he's so different from Howard Stern. That, you know, Howard Stern has on celebrities and he always talking about like fart jokes and shit. And it, Howard Stern serves his purpose in in the entertainment, you know, radio universe, podcasting. You know, I know it's not really a podcast, but he technically is. Um, but Joe Rogan has on some fascinating people. And Alyssa Milano was like complaining about it, saying, how how do I not have that? And people were saying, you can't have people on that only agree with you. You know, you yep. can't have people on that are only going to make you look good because, you know, you're anti-Trump. and. This is not a political podcast or what you and I are doing. We just want to have on interesting people. We want to have on people who are going to teach us. That's number one, because Eric and I don't have all the yeah, answers.
1: I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like the interviews that we're having with people, like I'm doing this as a viewer. And like I'm, pret- yes. I'm pretending that like, like I'm watching the Joe Rogan podcast and I'm like learning stuff from these people. And yes. I'm not going to pretend that I have the correct questions or the correct answers every step of the way, but, um, it's, it's incredibly interesting. And, and to be able to interview people is a lot of fun and, and you get to learn a lot. And,
0: uh, yeah, that's, that's my piece Henry on for- that. Henry Ford said, uh, this is a great quote. And I think this is in thinking grow rich. Uh, Henry Ford uh, was being sued for something and they had him on the stand and they were like, they were, they were lambasting him. They were saying like, you know, oh, you're so stupid, you don't know what you're doing, you have a monopoly on the car, blah blah blah. And um, they were like, So, you know, who was uh um, you know, who were the first five presidents of the United States? And he said he doesn't know, and they were like ridiculing him. And he called in his secretary and he called you know his assistant over. And the assistant he said, What are the five, you know, and the, the lawyer said, You can't do that. I'm kind of like botching the story a little bit, but he said he goes, I pay people to know that, I don't have to know that. I surround myself with people who know that information. I don't need to know that information. Um, The stuff that we're doing on this podcast, I'm, and Eric, you nailed it. I'm doing this as a viewer. I wanna learn, like when we had Jonathan Dector on, I want to know yes, how the movie. Yes, I was.
1: In, I, I was intently listening. To what I want to know had to say when we had right. ma- on Marty Casella Marty, Kinsella, well, how does the
0: movie business work yeah, with Jonathan Dector? How did Marty Casella How he, the hell did you, Marty Caesella? Marty
1: Caesella. He 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 was the guy who melted his face off in Poltergeist. Like we're having these people on who I'm gen- genuinely interested in. Next week we're having this guy who invented a new form of transportation, like a unicycle and a motorcycle. His name is
0: Elon Musk. No, we,
1: <laughs> but one gonna, day. One yeah. Day, no. 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 I, yeah, I. It's I, gonna happen. No doubt. But you know, we're we're having on these people, and it, because it is interesting, right. and um, and because this is fun above all else, having a podcast like I created a new passion by having a podcast, by having a platform and a place to talk, and that's hard to do in later stages in life if you're not trying to do it. You know like yeah, I play golf or yeah, you know, my kids and my family and like you have your pre-existing hobbies playing video games and then all of a sudden this came about and it feels so good to do.
0: I agree. I agree and this podcast it should be can i, C A N I, constant and never ending improvement because Eric and I are not pretending to have all the answers. We know how to run a damn good service right that that's the absolute truth we know what it's like to instill uh you know to have a leadership role in our company to help people and mentor them and coach them and and them coaching us on yeah, saying you know, no this- that's not the right thing to do uh, travis said yesterday um you know travis came uh, our senior vp in la you know we have an open rule everyone in our in the bls family is like a family member does that we don't we don't feel that um you know we have to be right all the time nothing
1: is closed off
0: yeah right and we're not dogmatic about it and Travis called me I say he's like you said something on the daily call he's like you know that I know that's not you I know you were joking he's like but don't do that that didn't sound right and it made me feel good to say gosh you know I didn't mean to offend anyone
1: he's got your back Hundred percent. He, he's got your back and we have an open forum at the company, you know, our whole philosophy and it's paying off now. Our whole philosophy as owners, as entrepreneurs, as leaders is to treat everybody like our number one client and that doing that teaching. Uh, Treating your vendors that way, treating your employees that way, treating your coworkers that way, treating your family that way, treating your kids that way, treating everybody that you know, like your number one client doesn't mean that you have to be walked all over because plenty of times the number one client can be wrong and you have to talk back but you can do it in a way that is respectful and you can do it in a way that doesn't bruise who that person is. And just because you're a boss doesn't mean you can be an asshole just because you are a larger vendor doesn't mean you can't pay them just because of who you are. You have to hold yourself to such a higher standard that you have to act the way you have to act and you have to treat the way you want other people to act and treat you. And, coming out with that as a philosophy. Now we're finally starting to see that pay off all around us. Because our as far as I'm concerned our reputation is doing great. And that takes work and that takes time and that takes a lot of selflessness to to to
0: complete you have several. You can have several reactions when someone um, says disparaging comments about you. Uh, just recently, I went. You know, so that happened to me. It happened um, in my house by someone who came from the outside of the house, and they said they mentioned a very disparaging comment, and they treated me, you know, less than. And my son looked at me like this, like, "Oh my God, Dad, what are you going to do? You're gonna, you know, you're gonna go after them? Are you gonna?" And you know, I said, "No, no, no. You know, no. This is this is what the appropriate thing is." Um, and and I didn't react to it. Um, And I've spoken to someone about that. I said, you know, my dad reacted, right? He was always reacting. And he felt that if he didn't react, he wasn't in control. And I have behaved like that in the past, where if I wasn't reacting in a strong, you know, masculine way, I would lose control. And I learned it's the complete opposite, that when you're yelling, and when you're screaming, and when you're behaving like a dictator, um, people don't listen to your message. People will shut off. And they, um, if you treat they, them they, less, they don't, if
1: you cannot yeah, yeah. treat people less than you. And you know, to their face, they're going to be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, no problem." Well, they're not, no even, problem. Listening. They're not behind, even listening. But behind, then behind your back, that the the bad juju that they put on you, you don't you don't want that.
0: And Eric and I do believe in juju, yes. you know. And having that reaction towards people, they don't even listen. And that was a really that was so that was a relevant uh, revelation for me. Uh, to learn that when you're screaming, you're losing the argument. You're going to have to apologize if you're the one yelling at people. Um, you're not commanding respect. It, going to a level ten is what our father would do for everything. He scorched the earth when to, someone to make to make a point to make a point. He scorched the earth. One person. Make a point.
1: If one person at the company did something wrong, that means everyone else lost it too. Right. And and that and that was his style. And we've always
0: disagree with it and, and we and, fought uh, him we sat in his office for hours and hours don't do this this is not the right thing to do and he didn't listen he he didn't listen he wanted to run it the way he wanted to run it you know he's not here anymore we miss him tremendously but we do have a connection to him now we feel very connected to our father now spiritually um but eric and i took the complete other approach when it came to dealing with employees if we were going to treat our employees the way our father did, we were never going to survive, ever. And no, I, not not I,
1: through co- not through COVID.
0: No, of course not. Of course not. And the lucky that we have, and the ability that we kept our top earners, we kept the the top paying people in the company. And we unfortunately had to let go of the newer people. We unfortunately had to let go of the lower paying people, but we kept the people who who earned the most. Um, their loyalty is, uh, is, is, um, incomparable. And, and
1: not, not to say that dad wasn't a good boss and a good leader. He was, but just, he had it. He had his moments, like you said, of scorching the earth and, um, he had a that, very short that, fuse. Yeah. That would negate a lot of the good that he did, unfortunately. Right. But the people that stuck by us the longest knew that, and they knew that it wasn't, um, that it wasn't, uh,
0: permanent. And Loy- loyalty is really important to our family we do believe in loyalty. We believe that, you know, we, w- but, loyalty, but
1: loyalty, but loyalty to, to a loyalty. You can't be loyal to a fault. Right. And, and, and you have to be in the situation like when Travis called you yesterday and he said, you know, you didn't, bro, bro I, that, wasn't, that wasn't cool. But what, what,
0: whatever it was, he I, I he was, I he was very, he I said, didn't know. I know you're not like that. I apologize. I'm saying I shouldn't have said the, what I said. And it was something so stupid. Like I right. it was just like a joke and he's like, I know you're not like that. So don't even worry about it. You know, right. he totally understood. But when, when our team, when the BLS team came, when COVID happened and they said, we will work for free, that, w- that was like, that was everything. Yeah. Right. No, that was I mean, everything. we
1: cried, we cried. I, I know mom cried and you know, it's, it's very emotional and, and every day it's been very emotional through COVID-19 and there's ups and there's downs and they're big ass swings. Um, but it's, it's gotten a little, steady. it's gotten, it's gotten a little bit more steady, but, uh. Your you phone know. ringing?
0: Shouldn't... Yeah, I just shut it off. But and what do you think about negative comments, Eric? What What do you think about people like this toxic this you know this toxic Twitter culture? I mean, I know you're new to Twitter, and you're really promoting it. What's your um? Because I I mean, Twitter for me is just it's cotton candy. I mean, it's it's a carb night for me. That right. when I'm on Twitter, dude, mute your phone, I'm, bro.
1: I'm trying to. They dude, went,
0: what if what Jesus. if like Bob Iger's listening to this? He's it like, was a, it was a boys business are taking- call and I put it to ignore. What if what if Bob Iger's listening? And he's like, these boys are not professional because I hate that voice over IP thing on my computer. That's a disbanded. What do you think of negative? What do you think of negative like comments that you're getting? Like what did we hear this morning from someone? Yeah, let's, no, ju- let's the- jump back to that.
1: We were having a conference call with a um
0: head of procurement.
1: Yeah, uh, procurement guy, RFP person. And um you know he was mentioning one of our posts on linkedin and it was basically a post where i said how we're having a great day and you know and we're breaking records and we had an event and somebody made some type of comment when they were snide like snide comment yeah they were like uh you know breaking what records or you know as compared to what and we're like what are they
0: stupid like come yeah, on what like, like
1: like, what, what, like. You Breaking know,
0: yeah. records compared to April 2020, where the entire world shut down, where all of all of yeah, travel these were shut. Unless these, you owned Amazon or a grocery store, the rest of the world. Was Amazon pretty, hired like a hundred thousand people since COVID nineteen started. You know what? They're an amazing company. They they should. They, yeah. Amazon, they're unbelievable. But
1: when we were discussing what we were going to talk about on this podcast, um. And it's, it's all been basically leading up to this podcast because we've been busy. We've been doing a lot of interviews and we just want to give. We just want to give value. We want to share who we are. And honestly, we expect nothing in return. I mean, a like, a share and a subscribe would be amazing. Um, but other than that, like, it's cool. You know, we, we just want to be sincere with spreading our message above all else because we believe in it because it works for us and because we're in a good place mentally and because, uh, we love podcasting. I love posting on LinkedIn. I love posting. I love having a podcast. I love creating content. I love, you know, I love trying to be an influencer. This is, this is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you.
0: Me personally or the viewers?
1: I mean, I don't, I, I can't tell you what the viewers are thinking. I can only
0: ask you. This is, uh, this is my element, right? Like put me in front of a crowd, uh, you know, give me, you know, a few minutes on a mic and I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, to me, this has been, this has been therapeutic for me. This right. has been, uh, podcasting has been, um, it's real. I feel like I'm opening up to people that I never thought I'd be able to be in touch with before. I love being on LinkedIn saying, Oh my God, I listen to your podcast. I mean, and, and someone that I'm not even connected a, to.
1: I was on another call afterwards. Um, after that call, Kevin and I were on another call, um, because we're signing up for a new service. And the people on there, I was they were I'm like, sorry, I, I was like three minutes late. I'm like, sorry, I was setting up uh Fortnite for my daughter on on her Xbox and, and stuff like that. And they just started they started laughing and she's like, Oh yeah, she's like, I saw your kids on on
0: your podcast. No kidding. Like, yeah, Like <laughs> i don't know the reach you know i spoke to a good friend of mine yesterday um from a former competitor of ours and he says i listen to every one of your podcasts and he's going to be on our podcast soon i don't want to reveal who the name's going to be but um i said to him you know him and i are boys we we're connected um you know spiritually emotionally mentally i mean you know we've always been friends throughout the years even as competitors right. um and uh you know, it was nice to hear. He says, I listen to every one of your podcasts a couple of days after they go live. And to me, that's just, you know, you just don't know who's listening to you. You yeah. don't know the impact that you have on people. And I hope, I just,
1: it, I hope it's positive, you know? Oh, hope, of course it's positive. And listen, you
0: know, you're going to have naysayers too. You're going to have people go, oh, these two fucking schmucks are yeah, these morons. Like, Let oh, them.
1: Oh, oh, it's embarrassing. What are they doing? And yeah, you know, good. Yeah, when, when we first started and, and like, when you
0: first really hear your own voice, nah, you're kind of like,
1: oh. <laughs> you know nah, i liked it no no i what, I had, you, what, I what was amazing issues.
0: is you started you stopped saying um and you know um yes you know yes i was um, watching
1: i was yeah. watching a jason capital uh thing on tiktok uh a clip for jason capital if you guys haven't checked him out check him out yeah he's i another, know you're a big fan he's, he's another gary v type guy he's a guy. dating coach he's different though, he no he used to be he used to be but now he 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 coaches influencers and stuff and he took one of his first clips that he made and he was saying um and you know. And then he's like, look at me talking today. Right. And he was so much better. And s- not saying um and you know takes a lot of practice. And believe it or not, this entire time Michael and I are talking, I'm consciously not trying to say um and you know. And well, I'm doing you, that until it's not
0: a habit. You're programming your subconscious mind. Yes. I I don't think I do it. I don't listen to myself do it. Well, you know, when I clip the
1: podcasts, you'll you'll be surprised at how many you knows come out of your mouth. Really, but you know? most everybody says, you know, right. But it's, it's a stalling tactic because you're, you're, well, you're taking thinking you're from thinking. one sentence to the next, but to be a Gary V Gary V says, okay, if you look at Gary V's stuff, he says, okay. Right. All the time. So that's him processing thoughts over to the next thought.
0: Right. So, you know, so, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what has been, um, what's been your take on procurement? during this whole <clears throat> pandemic. I mean, what have you yeah, you know so we I posted, we've spoken to a lot of procurement people? I
1: posted on LinkedIn um at the advice of this guy who is helping me on um you're not allowed on, to mention on posting content. content. Right? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't okay. do that. Maybe okay. I can ask him next time. I hope he becomes a guest on the show. That would be huge. Um, yeah, that would be great. But he said
0: uh what was I talking about? Procurement posting yeah. on linkedin procurement so. yeah
1: we, we we so so as i was on the phone with him he's like make a post right now that says to your audience what would you like to hear more of and two people one person said they they love hearing more about talking shop and they love hearing about events that we've worked on longest rides and stuff like that and and we can talk about that all day long like that's that's what that's what we love talking about um and then Wasif from Chicago says um what's up Wasif he's Limo Corp in Chicago Big he's one of our out. he's one of our best affiliates and best and, friends and yeah he's a good buddy too and he basically asked you know he wants to know more about what RFPs and what people what RFPs are actually asking and from what we have seen with RFPs it's all about duty of health and wellness
0: yeah duty of I, health and safety you know what i'm going to i'm going to correct you there i'm going to correct you there because we just filled out. I mean, it's almost weekly now. We're filling out a few RFPS a week, and we're filling out a big, big RFP right now through this guy that we spoke to earlier today. And again, we won't name his name. And um, the <laughs> we've he want you know the the our our competition is going for forty dollars less. We submitted our rates. the are rate, this is what it's going to cost for us to <clears throat> you know, run a good service and make sure that all the dividers are in the cost, all that. And the competition's charging less. And there's a race to the bottom in our industry and we're not participating in that. No, And we're, we're flexible. We can we're be, are not dogmatic we, we, about we our We can rates. be, we're, we're competitive. We're competitive. And, you know,
1: if it's, if it's, if it's $10 more than we're comfortable going, sure. You know, listen, we're we're going to do yeah. what we have to do to keep the business. Absolutely. But if it's, and in but, certain you know, markets, you, ha- you it, have to draw the line. You have to draw right. the line somewhere where you have to say, okay, we're not going to make money. Our affiliates aren't going to make money. And overall, this is no so one's going to be happy. It so co- yeah, it co- it, what we and, have a lot to
0: say today, bro.
1: I do. Well, it's Go been ahead. a while. It's been a while since we've had this type of podcast. But yeah. with the with the RFPs what we've been seeing is some are price driven, some aren't. Some understand that you have to be competitive in the marketplace because they are expecting a certain type of service. Others I think are coming to a realization that it can't just be about price. That if you're going to if you're going to beat the vendor up too much especially right now, you're not going to get the consistency and the correct duty of health. And safety, so and and that above all else is the most important thing that is going on right now.
0: Right. So we just filled out this massive RFP for the New York City area, and again, I won't name who it is, but it's it's uh, all encompassing New York City RFP, and we're in with the procurement people. Uh, we know the procurement people are the gatekeepers to anything that you know you want. Everyone says, no, the travel manager it. No, 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 procurement. Procurement is it. They're the ones who decide how much toilet paper the company uses. They decide the one who, what car service they it use. It
1: definitely has shifted where... You- you have to maintain it's you have to have an amazing relationship with the travel manager, yeah. And they, and they can forgiving. have, yeah, they they can have a lot of opinion and they can have a lot of sway. But ultimately, procurement is where it's at that you have to make the procurement people happy because it's about the insurance, it's about the duty of health and wellness, and it's about the rates.
0: So, what happened was is that this big procurement guy came back to us and said, Listen, you know, you're, uh, you're about 10 20 higher in the markets that we're going to JFK to the city, JFK to Westchester, all this stuff. So you know we said to him um we have no problem sharpening our pencil where we have to but you have to understand that the company because that was on the high end of it right we were 20 he gave us a range of right he gave us had, a range
1: he gave us the low range and the, and the high range and of course we went we went on top we went on to the high range which is still pretty low compared to what we were comfortable with right but
0: you got to do what you got to do. You know, I mean, this right. is this is. This but is what do we say business. to him? We we had a, we had a conference call. With yeah, him. We, 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 we said there's a we reason wanna, why, we want to we want to work with you. There's right. a
1: reason why you went you went out to RFP, right? And 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 it's frankly because the companies that he was using went were, out of business. Went out of business because there wasn't enough meat on the bone when COVID. They were just spinning their wheels. Yeah, they they, it, they was work
0: they, every day, but they weren't making money.
1: Right, and uh, when we told him that if you're going to drive these rates down too far. You're going to put other vendors in this situation and we are not going to be put in that situation and and we said we have no problem being your partner we have no
0: problem giving you very good rates and working with you negotiating we it's understandable that someone needs to negotiate a rate from the city to white plains we get it we're we're all for that right so instead of charging 200 if we need to charge 190 we'll do one it's understandable whatever the case whatever the case but my point is is that we spoke with him we were a true partner and we said listen the people that are offering you the low-end stuff, do they have the right insurance? You know, is this, are are they, it's Are do the car, they have dividers yeah. in the cars? Are they right. cleaning the cars? This is not about rates and how many cars you have anymore. That this, our industry has shifted that a few years ago, it was how many cars do you have? Well, we only have 35. Well, that's not enough. We need a company that has 200 cars. So the idea that, well, you know, you say you have 200 cars, that doesn't matter anymore. And insurance and, number one, yeah. right? Insur-
1: insurance is always number one. And we have an insurance.
0: eleven million, we have an eleven million yeah. dollars insurance policy, and we pay
1: through the roof to have that. Policy. Your your reputation within your own industry and within your own client. Hundred percent. That is number two. That that is. Do you work huge? with the clients? Do you work? Do you work with the client? Because on every RFP that you're going to have, that company that's doing the RFP is going to ask for references, and they call. And, and you better have good relationships with your ex- existing clients.
0: Yeah. And it can't be with an executive assistant that you're giving as a reference. I mean, if you're going to say, well, we work this company and here's the executive assistant, that's not the decision maker. Executive right. assistants are very important and they're an important part of the process. But if you're not giving a VP of global travel or, uh, or the head of the executive director of global procurement- It
1: has to be relevant.
0: It's got to be relevant. And you have to have a good relationship with those people if you think you're going to win that RFP right but the idea that fleet size it, it doesn't matter anymore it's all about it's, it's all,
1: all about, about protocol and it's all about duty of care because fleet fleet sizes have shrunk now nobody has any business and people are selling people are selling cars
0: who was what was that was that last week where I said to you that someone emailed us and we we were into, you know talking with our team and they're like what's oh yes yeah they want to know how many cars we had so we gave it to them and a lot of you know it's like how do you ask that in a pandemic? Right. How do you ask how many cars? Nobody has any, any cars pandemic? right now. Like no, is, right. Nobody has <laughs> shit
1: right now because there's no business.
0: Right. But you know, that's. But, but that's that, that's the people who are just not connected to. It's you this, know you what's, are, what's in important this, today.
1: in this business. It's about partnerships with your vendors, partnerships with your clients, and the old. It's the old adage: when it's too bit, bu- when it's too busy, you don't have enough cars, and when it's too slow, you have too many cars. That's why having affiliates in this business is so important because it fills the gap when in both cases um, where, you know, if if you have too many, if you have too much metal, if you have too many cars on the road in and something like COVID-19 happens or recession happens. And obviously when these things, when COVID-19 happened now, you know, anything can happen, right? Dinosaurs can come back from the earth. Dinosaurs never
0: existed, bro. (laughs)
1: <laughs> a volcano <laughs> under New York City is going to explode. Like now, any, anything could happen at this point. And if you are going to be over leveraged with too much metal, with too many cars, you're going to have a bad time. And that's why that company that we were work- that we're trying to get now, that's why their previous vendor went out of business is because they have too much metal. Those car payments are a lot of money. Yes. And, and and it has to be spread out. And if you're and not charging that enough, has always been dad's philosophy from day one. Overextending yourself with too many cars is a big mistake.
0: Dad always said bigger doesn't always necessarily mean better.
1: No. And you, you you know, if you if you have good relationships with your affiliates, then that creates a seamless experience for your clients because everybody is practicing the same protocols, everybody's being a team player, you know, rolling out those. Partitions and dividers across the world took four months, and it's still an ongoing process. We're still getting rides. We're doing these rides in 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 the middle of Istanbul right now. So, and they want dividers in cars. and they want and they want the dividers in the cars. So, making that happen, that wasn't the top of our list when we were adding in dividers.
0: Yeah, that's Istanbul.
1: But it's happening now. So, yes, we have extra dividers in stock, and we ship them directly to Istanbul because that's what you have to do right now. And that's what's been going on. And, and having that type of scale and having that type of relationship with your affiliates is what creates, um, a very good network of companies.
0: I just want to shift gears for one minute. Um, I have definitely seen an uptick in film production and TV production business. I'm getting more and more emails for people to say, um, we have this production that's starting in LA and Atlanta, you know, um, what are the protocols, et yeah, cetera, corporate, et cetera.
1: Tra- corporate travel has still not turned on. Unfortunately, very, very, very few.
0: When we asked one of our largest co- clients, when are you planning on getting corporate travel back? They blew spit at the, at the camp. They were, on, <laughs> on, the, on the zoom call. <laughs> corporate travel.
1: Yeah. That's not first happening.
0: Thing th- first thing to come back is production. The second thing we're hoping is publicity. We'd love to see the events. The good news is the I VMAs are happening. The VMAs are happening in New York. That's the best news they could have done.
1: I think road shows are going to be coming back sooner than later. Um, I don't.
0: I don't know about that. I, do. I, I. I'm. I'm. I'm bearish on road shows. Really and truly, you know. I prove me wrong. But no, I don't. I think that road shows are going to be a, a very, very small component. No. I think
1: I, th- I think it's going to be much smaller than it was, but I think they're going to rely on duty of health and safety tremendously.
0: I agree with in, that in their travels. And private aviation never really left. I mean, people for a
1: while for for two months it's well, April, ne- right? Yeah, now it's 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 coming back to where it was and more because more people are definitely starting to fly private now. So that's been right. that's
0: been really helpful. And private aviation's been wonderful during this entire time. It's definitely. It, it's kept you know, the doors so, open, you know,
1: call your local FBOs guys and and make relationships yeah. with them. Yeah. It's as simple definitely. as that, you know, go, go and Google and t- type in private aviation in your city and try and make relationships with them. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. And share how, how great you're going to take care of the passengers. And that's, that's, that's all that it takes. And that's what we've been doing. That's what mm. our salespeople have been doing. That's what Michael and I and my mother have been doing is just spreading our message.
0: Yeah. Eric, what do you feel about my lists that I've made? I don't know if people are following me on LinkedIn. I think I, that I, I, I want to just I want to just say how it started, and then please th- then just give me all the criticism you you want.
1: I don't it, I don't have criticism over it. I think it's wonderful.
0: Okay, it was Memorial, I
1: was. I think there's there's go ahead.
0: No, it was Memorial Day weekend, and like I was sharing. Me and the kids were doing a fire pit in the backyard, and I was on my phone while the kids were squirting each other with water guns, and. I was, you know, I just on LinkedIn, I'm like, I got to name my top 10 favorite movies of all time. You know, let's see if it, even if people are going to make fun of me, are they going to criticize me? And so I made my top 10 favorite movies of all time. There will be blood and saving private Ryan, and all this stuff. It's a stupid fucking list. Yeah, it's no, teasing. List. Yeah, I know. I think that. And then, it, then all of a sudden it started taking off and my, my lists are getting a thousand, two thousand views. I mean, you know, what? I wasn't posting before that much. You and know then- what it
1: is? I've, I've been talking with that guy who's helping me with content online and you know, Buzzfeed, yes. you know, you know, all those clickbait articles. I watched like, uh, a, yeah, yeah, I, I watched top five reasons. Your husband is cheating on you, right? Right. Or top five signs people like lists. So there's no, there's no, uh, surprise that having lists on, in social media are successful. There's no, there's no reason why, like when you're looking at a YouTube video, people always say the secret to or how to how to succeed, how to make it here. Uh, Top three things you can do top top five best ways. There's a reason why all those lists exist on YouTube on LinkedIn, um, Gary Vee does it all the time. Jason capital does it all the time. Tony Robbins does it all the time. Mm. Damon John does it all the time. Um, Mr. Wonderful, Kevin, whatever his name is. Oh from my Park God. He, remind makes, me of, he, he makes, a, I, I, he makes such awesome content.
0: Remind me to talk about him in a minute. I, I was going to write name? Kevin, Kevin O'Leary. Kevin, O'Leary. I was going to. Scathing remark on him the other day. But go ahead. Tell me
1: he, you know, he he's very whether you like him or not, he creates I like him. He just did something wrong. He creates um he creates really good, engaging, value-filled content. And that's the name of the content game. That you can create. There's a few types of different content that you can create. You can create entertainment, which that's what you're doing. I just want to keep
0: people busy from COVID. That's my
1: you're creating you're creating entertainment. You can be educational, yes, in your content. Yes, you can be selfish in your content, right? And you can just yes, talk, you can talk about me, me, you me, can, I, I, you can, I, I. you can, no, you can sell yourself that that's, I consider being selfish. Um, and those are basically Sorry. the three, those are basically the three types of content. And if you go on YouTube, what do you go on YouTube to learn or to be educated? Mm-hmm. Not very many of them on there. The biggest podcasters, the biggest channels, those biggest things in the world is never about their product. It's always, right. a, it's always about they're educating you on something because it's interesting, whether they're interviewing Elon Musk or they're interviewing a scientist or they're entertaining you, whether that's, that's why game streaming is so huge because it's entertainment. Right. Um, and those are really the, the two main pieces of content is entertainment or education, right? But I got Kevin
0: O'Leary. I was scrolling through LinkedIn. He came across this video of his and it was, uh, Him with these gorgeous watches splayed out in front of him. And he goes, You know, uh, they're filming Shark Tank and he has to choose eight watches for the season. And he's sitting there and he's going through each watch. And I was offended. I was really offended. Um, It was so tone deaf. It was so tone deaf as to what was happening in the world today. Um, People can't afford their rent, people can't afford food, people are dying. And this whole is talking about his pate folie. How do you do that? It would be you and I out here. Go, and I just played eighteen holes at my country club, and oh, it was just so horrible because I shot ten above. And it was, Shut so, hot. It was up. so hot outside. Yeah, no, it was I, I, so I... hot outside. He, it's like choosing children. I won't follow him because of this. I, really and truly, like, and yeah, his content is great. And he's got a, you know two hundred fifty thousand subscribers but on I YouTube. Big, big whoop. When when you're when you're tone deaf as to what's happening in this world today. And you're, you're flaunting your bling on LinkedIn to go, this is what I have. Now listen, I'm, I'm all for the law of attraction. I do believe in asking the universe for good things. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's the right thing to do. You don't flaunt it to people who can't pay their bills in a worldwide fucking pandemic. And and he was doing that, and it turned me off. And I was going to write him a, a, a note on that. I was going to nah, like, no, no, no. I was going to post. But first I don't of all, like... you're not
1: going to get a response. But second no, of, of all, the, the old adage is: if you touch shit, you're going to smell. So exactly. You don't, you don't touch that. Oh, but a shit. lot of people yeah. were
0: doing the, the nauseous emoji. A lot of people. Were oh, like, they were. Oh my God, he was being. You know, you had a bunch of asses who were like, "Oh, this is great. Your potek is gorgeous. I have a potek that is this." Listen, like I said, like I like nice things. I do. I think watches are gorgeous. But I would never go on our podcast right now and talk about my Patek Philippe collection. How do you do that? To you know, things are good, economy's good, people are buzzing, everyone has jobs, employments right. There, there are people going homeless now. How do you do yeah, that? that to, Joe no. Rogan doesn't do that. Joe Rogan doesn't go on the on the air and go, oh yeah, I'm flying on my private plane right now over to the Bahamas or. You know, you, know, so you know it was you he's
1: doing good. He got to deal
0: with Spotify. for God knows what it was it was a hundred million. and it and and Kevin O'Leary is tone deaf to what is going on in the world today. I didn't like it. I didn't like what he had to say. And you know, uh, he doesn't have a follower on me until he can kind of like read the room and and sure. realize what what's appropriate in certain places and what's not appropriate and what he did the other day was despicable mm-hmm. and not let appropriate it, let us let us know what you think guys. Yeah, nice. I'd be curious to know, like, you know, bragging about your watches, uh, again, ask the universe, you'll get it. Great. It works 100% of the time. But to go and flaunt it um, when, uh, you know, I... All right, all right. You made your point. You yeah, it, it just hang. pissed it's me fun. off, man. But it pissed me off about Kevin O'Leary. And I think that's the wrong content in this day and age. Like what you said, that uh, the selfish comment um, that people are selling themselves you know what's yeah, the point and listen
1: i was you know i admittedly i was i was on a i was on a tear of just trying to of just sell, sell 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 selling and um i'm i'm just i'm done with it i'm tired of it i just want to post content that i want to watch i want to post content that means something to me right and that's it i don't care right. about anything else anymore i don't care right. about how many likes or followers i get i don't give a shit I want to post about all the, I want to post
0: about all the amazing things that BLS is doing. Was that, was that you, what you were trying to do though? Because I was posting the lists for my own enjoyment. I like to say the top 10 green day songs of all time. These are them. What are your top 10? You know, pisses me off more than anything. And like, it was funny. One of my good friends, Jimmy, um, said like, how many times are you going to tell these people to make their own list? This is just your opinion. I'm not trying to stir controversy. I'm not trying. Les Claypool is, in my opinion, the greatest bass no. player of all time. No, 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 where's Jocko? Where's Jocko? Motherfucker, like make your own list. Like, <laughs> this is my list, right? I think Les Claypool's <laughs> the greatest bass player of all time. Make your own list. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not trying to rattle you up and stir you to say Yes, this you is... are. No, I'm yes. not. All I'm doing is saying, here, let's talk, let's talk something other than COVID and politics. The because internet, the internet and trolls. No, these guys go aren't together, trolls. These are friends together. of
1: mine. They go together like peanut butter. Listen, you, 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 sometimes your intentions
0: don't result in what you want. So. People are questioning me, where's this one? And why isn't this one in your list? This my is list. my list. <laughs> Make your list. And, and I will like it. I will like your list because I think it's important that people type something on their phone and get it out to the masses because it's fun. And I'm not talking about the, the horror that's in our world today. It's a little break from it. And that's all I wanted to do with the list. And every one of my lists, it says, name your top 10 in the comments below. It's all about creating engagement. And that's yes. what and that's,
1: and that's what you're trying to do.
0: And yes. I think yes. The people, you know. I think a, that, we can sign off. Lunchtime. We actually have another call right now, right? It's time for we lunch. Watch Bubble Guppies. It's time for lunch. No what my kids my my son turned twelve yesterday. By the way, you believe that twelve years
1: old? I do. I got him a t- how do you say that name?
0: Taika Watiti.
1: Taika Watiti. Big fan. Uh, uh, big a signed big signed autograph of the droid in the Mandalorian.
0: Yes, and he was in Jojo Rabbit. The guy. We are uh, what we do in the shadows. Genius. Like just an amazing writer, an amazing director. I should do a list of Taika
1: listen to me thanks. like subscribe comment Big share comments
0: thanks for tuning in guys and tell us where you want to see us on this pot like what do you want to talk about in this podcast anything
1: else that you guys want to talk about if you want to be a guest Ooh, dm, DM yes. us dm us come on yeah come come on
0: we have people lined up but we always have room for more and we would yeah. love to interview we don't care who Wants to we be are going to treat
1: you the same way we would treat Elon Musk. How about there, that?
0: There was someone though, I will be honest, there was someone who wanted to be a guest on our podcast and was reaching out to me and reaching out to you. And this kid was um a little on the oddball side and he was talking about some-
1: Well, ultimately, ultimately it comes to our discretion of who we want on our show.
0: Yes. And this was not so, someone that we would want, um that we feel would have been appropriate for our audience. He was so. a little abrasive. Yeah. So no bueno. Listen to me. Like, subscribe, leave comments down below, and enjoy your weekend, everybody. Peace out, everyone. Later.